This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. In Abba's Arms Last weekend, I had a dream that my kids were little again, that Rowan was, I don't know, maybe 18 months old, and I heard him crying in another room. So I went to find him, and he looked up at me, as he had in reality a million times, and saw me and just stretched up his arms and cried out, Mama! In my dream, I scooped him up, but I was still on the move. You know how dreams are. I was holding him close, and he stopped crying, but I was still, like, running, and I tripped. And I felt myself going down in that slow-motion way of dreams, right? My only thought was to keep Rowan from harm. So, you know, I utilized dream physics and I was twisting and bending and holding him up and trying to force my mind to put me back on my feet, telling myself, nope, nope, can't fall, can't fall. I just couldn't bear the thought of my baby hurting. I wanted to make it better, not be the cause of more harm. So in reality, while I was dreaming this, we were having a blood sugar battle. Uh, The same amount of insulin that usually would keep him on the low side of normal just wasn't working that night. His numbers were way too high. So I was worrying, and it came out in my dreams. I mean, total classic wish fulfillment, right? I just wanted to be able to make it better. And also that classic dreaming about your fear, because I know I can't. I woke up with the image of that adorable little boy still in my mind and that mama still in my heart. It didn't take a degree in psychology to understand why I was dreaming about Rowan as a toddler, when all it took to make the world right was just a cuddle in mama's arms. So my baby just turned 13. So he doesn't hold his arms up anymore and beg to be picked up or cry out for mama in that way that says, if you just come, everything will be better. My baby is now 13. I know that life will never be what it was on other birthdays or in other years. He can't just grin anymore and cut himself a piece of leftover cake for breakfast or eat a spoonful of extra icing just for the fun of it. Every gram of carbs that goes into his body must be counteracted with insulin. Life will never be what it was before, but it's all the more precious for what we've gone through in these last four months. As a mother, I am keenly aware of all I can't do for him, all I can't control, all I can't make better. But then I remember the lessons I would dwell on when he really was a baby and a toddler. I was so exhausted from those constant calls for mama. I remember falling asleep in our old wooden rocking chair with him cuddled on my lap and realizing that this was how we should approach the Father in heaven. With that certainty that he can make everything right and that even when he doesn't change the situation, it's okay because he has us in his arms. Do we still have that perfect trust, the certainty of a toddler in his mother's arms, that calm assurance that the storm doesn't matter as long as we can weather it with him? Do we cling to that childlike faith, even as life wears us out and wears us down? Or do we stop lifting our arms and stop calling out Abba the moment we sense something going wrong? Children grow up. They become independent. They turn into young women and young men with dreams beyond the walls of their parents' house. And I love watching that process. I love seeing who my babies are growing into. I don't have to share all their dreams or frankly, even understand them. I don't have to force my dreams on them. I can just love them and commit them every day to God and trust that even when my arms aren't holding them, His are. I can pray that they keep clinging to Him long after they stop clinging to me. 
So we just celebrated that birthday that wouldn't have been had we lived 100 years ago. We celebrated the first birthday with insulin as our new best friend and sometimes our worst enemy. We celebrate a milestone birthday with injections and carb counting and in a world still shut down with a pandemic. We celebrated with a smaller cake than usual and our only party was hanging out online with our friends and having like two family members over. But we celebrated with joy because Rowan has the chance to keep growing, to become the young man God intends him to be. And we can celebrate with the certainty that though my arms can't fix it all, Abba's can. We only have to abide there with him. He may not change our circumstances, but he will change us to be victorious through them. Hold us close, Abba God, and thank you. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.